Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Brian Cassidy. Brian, you are the author of the book, Cycles, The Simplest Proven Method to Innovate Faster While Reducing Risks. And uh, Brian, you're an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, You've been involved in a lot of, uh, well, helping a lot of great business leaders uh, grow and scale. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here, my friend. All right. So, yeah, Brian, go ahead and give us an overview of kind of just a, not necessarily your life, but primarily the work that you do today and or have um, done you know, over the past handful of years. Okay. So background, I've done 11 companies, six different countries. I sold eight. And after the last one, which was actually my first failure, I decided to take a turn and teach for a bit. And I've really, really enjoyed teaching a lot. And what I've been doing over the last few years is writing the book that I had hoped to be there when I was teaching courses Mm -hmm. around entrepreneurship and innovation. And I still work with a lot of startups. I still work with a lot of growing companies. I work with probably about a thousand startups over the last three years. And I work for about 15 to 20 middle to big size companies. And what I help them do is innovate faster while reducing risks. And that's what my book's about. Yeah. Um, well, um, I, I think that uh, it's a good proposition. Uh, you know, folks would love to grow, um, certainly reducing risks. I'd, I'd love to chat about that a little bit, because I think inherently, um, you know, in how we learn and how we figure out what the market wants, where the opportunity is, where growth is, um, you know, what works for us. A lot of times, you know, we end up you know, spinning a lot of plates and some of those plates come crashing on the ground. We make mistakes. Um, and, and I don't know that it's it's about eliminating. Your book is not necessarily about eliminating mistakes. I think mistakes are going to happen, but um, certainly we don't want those mistakes to have, uh, you know, put us out of business. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the key element of reducing risk is quite so. I mean, I think most people, when they're growing a company, they think the next big idea is going to save their organization. That's what's going to propel them for. And, you know, the reality is it's not big ideas. It's actually, it's the daily grind. It's the thing that you learn, the thing that you do, and the thing that you improve day by day. And the way that you take risks out is basically figure out where you want to go, see if you're going in the right direction, step back, take a look, and make sure you continue going back in the right direction. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there talking about how to do it. What we wanted to do is create a how-to manual. So instead of just saying you should do this, we try and explain how to do it. Yeah. So is there, can, can maybe we just kind of use the, the, the book as kind of an outline for this conversation? Um, sure. And, uh, you know, if we look at, you know, the outline, 
where do we start in in this journey of like uh, or the, you know kind of the transformation uh, that uh, cycles uh, would would help create? Let me let me take a step back there. In fact, when we talk about growing businesses, you know, probably the most common methodology we talk about is the lean startup. It's build, measure, learn. Uh, now, the challenge that comes up is how do you build? How do you measure? How do you learn? Um, the book that we've written is about the ABCs of innovation, where we explain how to build, which is the, the B of the book, how to measure, which is communicate and check, and how do you learn, which is about systematically improve. And then we throw a little thing up in the front of this, which we call alignment, which is about figuring out where you should be going. So we come on to something called the ABCs of innovation. And the book starts out with figure out what you want to do, do something, learn something, get better, and keep on getting better. And then the last thing, and that's the thing that I I believe in so, so strongly, is what we do is we have energy to do this once. But really what makes separates the could be's from the amazing successes is the ability to do it consistently over time. Yeah. It's about cre- yep. creating ongoing ongoing success, ongoing habits that make things work. And sorry about the little beep in the background there. I was just trying to turn off the the beeps as we're chatting here. No, I like that for our listeners because it, it keeps them alert. Oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so, so, um, so go ahead. Yeah, I was going to, you know, specifically about innovation, right? Because I know that there are a lot of misconceptions about where innovation and, and the point that you just made, right? Um, boy, I, I feel like Anyone, if you feel those words kind of creeping in where our next innovation is going to save this company, if someone is saying that in their mind or they're saying that to their leadership, what's the conversation that you would want to have with them um, to, to, to really, I don't know, what's what's the deeper issue that's going on there? I mean, let's let's just be honest with ourselves for once. Um, most companies, when they have an innovation that's successful, it's not the thing that they started with. In fact, what happens is your big innovation changes a lot over time. If you look at the Inc. 500 right now, 80% of those companies are not in the business that they started in. And so if you're thinking your next innovation is going to be the savior, no, it's probably not going to be the savior. It's going to be some derivative. It's going to be some adapted form of what you're doing because that's what's going to make you successful. And the way that you get to success is, of course, you have to have this belief. You have to believe that you're going to get there. But you have to also be honest with yourself and say, look, this next thing you're doing is probably not the winner, probably not the next one, but it's the cumulative effect of getting better and better over time. Yeah. And what um, misconceptions do you see about innovation? Um that there or or just beliefs that people may have that's like yeah I, I know people say that but here's kind of the reality of of where innovation comes from um you know you know the first thing it's you know what you've been talking about the big idea is going to save the day mm. all right that's it. the second one which is almost almost as dangerous it's all about creativity you know in fact oh. innovation is really not about creativity it's about hard nose, stick your nose to the grindstone, keeping on going, keeping on going. It's about persistence. Um, you know, if you talk to somebody who creates artistic things, a great artist, they realize that you need to improve ideas over time. And the last one, 
is, you know, a willingness to believe that anybody like me or anybody else has a recipe for success. There are no recipes for success. There's principles for success, but there isn't a recipe. What worked for you, what worked for me, what worked for the guy down the street, what worked for Steve Jobs isn't going to work for you. What you got to do is you got to say, look, I'm going to do some things consistently. I'm going to learn the principles and I'm going to apply them. And, you know, a good analogy I like to give people is, you know, if I gave you a recipe, that might be nice. But a lot of times you're missing a lot of the ingredients and then some problems come up along the way. The oven's not working. In fact, if you want to make a good dinner, what you need to know is you need to know the principles. What goes together with what else and how do you bring it all together? And that's what makes innovation successful. Yeah. um, You know, I'm just thinking of like when when I explain what we do, uh, it's kind of interesting that. People, when they see it, they go, how did you come up with that? And as if it was just, you know, a flash of inspiration and then everything was just kind of laid out perfectly, right? I'm like, I'm like, no, what you're seeing is the result of thousands of mistakes. <laughs> and that's, that sounds like that's a very common theme here in this conversation. No, but I mean, anybody, I mean, you know, the thing is, you know, what we think is there's, you know, we're going to have overnight success. But actually, an overnight success always looks like an overnight success because you haven't been involved in the previous five years that the guy is developing his podcast. In fact, what happens, he looks like an overnight success, but it took him four years to be an overnight success. And you know what? And the thing is, at the same time, we don't like to tell people how hard we worked. We We like to tell our friends we had this brilliant idea because that feels a lot more macho and a lot more interesting. But the reality is it's just a hell of a lot of hard work. And yeah. You know what? Go ahead. No, no, please. And you know what? I, when I work with startups, when I work with companies, I say, look, you know, the, the key to your success is not going to be your quality of ideas, but the persistence that you have to continually improve the ideas. It's what you're going to do every week. You know, and I see leading companies doing things where they, you know they have you know the getaway they bring people out in the forest they fall into each other's arms and everybody's happy <laughs> and then they go back to work and they do things the way they did the previous the companies that are great might do less in one week but they do more over a month and they do more over a year it's what they do every day to continually improve and that's i guess the message and the cycles of idea behind the book is that in fact, what we do is we learn in a cycle. And in fact, what happens is when you learn, the challenge is to go back and improve what you did and take another cycle. And when you get better and better, the cycles go faster, they become more important, and they deliver better and better results. Yeah. You know, I just realized that my good friend, Yuri Kruman, is one of the uh, co-authors. Uh, so some of the chapters have different authors that are contributing. Uh, Yuri's one of our clients, one of my friends, and he's he's one of the authors of Chapter 5, Finding Your Mission. So that's cool. And one thing I was going to point out as well is that when somebody goes to thecyclesbook.com, you can click on a tab. Uh, it's a sample chapters. Uh, and it looks like, so you could download chapter one, two, four, five. You can download a lot of this book here and just start reading for free. No, you can download the whole book. If you got the time and you got the clicks, 
download the whole thing and you can, but it's a heck of a lot easier just to buy the book. Noah, you know, one of the things that's cool about this, and, you know, I think there's a little bit of humility that was there, is saying, you know what, I've got some good ideas, but what makes, you know, a team work or makes ideas work is bringing in diversity. Um, what we took in this book is we took 22 different co-authors and put them together. And, you know, what you get there is then you get the best of the best. Yuri is really good at talking about how you create the right culture, how you get the yep. people and stuff right. Got another guy in Germany who's really good about building ideas. And in fact, what you get is you get all that stuff thrown at you at one time. But then there's a common red line going through the whole book, which makes it easy for you to read and to digest all the stuff. Yeah. So you can download all the chapters. You can download all the tools. Um, I just hope somebody buys the book along the way. <laughs> you know, you talk about alignment in this book. What's what when you talk about alignment? What does that mean? Uh, really simple. Um, if people don't know what you're doing or why, yeah. how can they do it right? And so often in an organization, people don't know what you want them to do. They don't know why you want them to do it. And the basics is getting alignment around those two things. And what we do is we create a tool that allows you know any company, large or small, to get a team aligned in approximately 30 minutes. You talk about what's your story, what do you want, what don't you want, and where should we get started? And you know what? In that process, you know, just checking the boxes, you'll find that you know what you think you're aligned on, you're usually not aligned on. And the first and most important way to reduce risk is to make sure you're pointed in the right direction. Because if you're pointed in the wrong direction, your team's pointed in the wrong direction, you're not gonna get there. Now, you know, an interesting sign line for those people in middle-sized companies is one of the findings that we had before we wrote the book, and it bothered me with my Midwestern values, was that companies that give a lot of autonomy tend to do less well in terms of innovation. And I said, shit, how is that possible? And then we started going through the, through the data and we found out, in fact, the reason why companies fail in terms of giving autonomy is they haven't told people what they want or why. So when you give people a lot of autonomy, they just go out and do random stuff, which doesn't deliver results back to the organization. If you have a company which is aligned and they know where they're going, now you tell people, go do the right thing, make stuff happen then you get amazing results. But you know, to the best of my estimate, somewhere between 70 and 80% of companies are not aligned on where they're going. Mm. If you talk to the people within the organization, they don't know what they're doing or why. So how can they do it right? Yeah, that chapter you can download, well, all the chapters you can download. <laughs> including uh, chapter uh, chapter five with my good friend, Yuri. Uh, but uh, we were talking about alignment, which is introduced in chapter four. And then, uh, then you come back again after a, a lot of other contributors and you come back in chapter nine with that. Um, so this is all downloadable, including uh, some toolkits, uh, which you can download, some um, mural toolkits, which are kind of cool. Um, and again, those are all available at the cyclesbook.com. Anything I'm missing uh, that, that you think folks should do when they go to the website? Well, when they go to the website, they should look around, download them, all the stuff they can find. Um, also, there's a YouTube channel on the bottom 
Mm-hmm. And if you click on the YouTube channel, you'll get playlists. And you'll have, for example, we explain this tool we call True North. True North is the tool to get any company aligned anywhere in 30 minutes or less. We've got five videos, total total runtime, seven and a half minutes, a template. And I'm willing to bet anybody who does it, they can get their team aligned. Now, if you can't, write me a note and I'll even give you some free consulting to make sure that the tool works for you. Yeah. Oh, and I also, um, you can also go in, go to briancassidy.com as well. Uh, and uh, there you can see all the work that you're doing, your keynotes, uh, your work as a professor, a consultancy, and so forth. Uh, and again, that's at briancassidy.com, briancassidy.com. And both of these links, um, if you're listening in a podcast app right now, you open it up, op- wake up your phone, click on your podcast app, and then where you're playing and then look for the little eye symbol, the little notes uh, about, just uh, try and find that and you'll click and you'll see where we've got those direct links uh, to Brian's website, uh, all listed so you can go and you can make the right choice right now and start reading this book for free. And uh, I like the, uh, that the you also, like I said, you have the uh, canvases uh, I'll, I'll put together the kind of the, um, Mural toolkits. Very. I'm really interested in taking and looking at these. So let me tell you what my goal is. I mean, I I haven't been doing making businesses for about three years right now. Um, I actually I decided to focus on entrepreneurship, but I am making a business around entrepreneurship. And my goal is to coach or train one million entrepreneurs over the next five years. Mm. Now, there's no way, as Brian Cassidy, I'm going to talk to a million people. So what I'm doing is making lots of tools available. I'm also making courses and trainings that anybody can give any place. And in fact, what we do is we make a training that a local consultant can run in my hometown and they put up a video, they show the video at the end, they lead a discussion, and that's going to count to my one, you know, part of my 1 million trainees. And, you know, the idea is to share as much stuff and also to try and develop a community where people talk to one another. Um, one of the things that you'll see, which I think is interesting up on the side, is we almost have 400 contributors on the book. So 400 people who read, gave feedback, did something to help improve what we're doing. So the idea, it's a community, it's a space, trying to share as much as we can. Yeah. All right, Brian Cassidy, again, author of the book Cycles on the web at thecyclesbook.com and also on the web at briancassidy.com. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Cheers, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.